Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is your Times Daily World Briefing on Monday the 14th of March. I'm Steve Forbes. And I'm Emily Ferrier. Russian attacks in Ukraine hit close to NATO territory. It seems like right now uh, there's no really safe place in Ukraine. And an American journalist is killed in Irpin. My friend is Brent Renault, and he's been shot and left behind. Times of London Daily World Briefing. 18 days have now passed since Moscow launched its invasion of Ukraine. The Ukrainian president has again begged NATO to bring in a no-fly zone as he encouraged Ukrainians to hold on and keep fighting. In his latest televised address, Vladimir Zelensky said without it, it's only a matter of time before Russia targets NATO countries. His plea to NATO comes after yesterday's airstrike on a military training facility less than 15 miles, some 24 kilometers, from the border with Poland. From sunrise to sunset, 30 missiles targeted the leave region alone. As a result of the shelling of the International Centre for Peacekeeping and Security, 35 people were killed and another 134 people were injured. This attack has heightened fears of Russia's invasion spilling into neighbouring NATO member states. Robin Perry, a reporter in Lviv, has told Times Radio why the base may have been targeted. It was so close to NATO territory and it was, it was a devastating assault directed right at the heart of a, of a large military base whose, whose role in normal peacetime is for a, a training camp um, where Ukrainian troops train alongside NATO troops um, or troops from NATO countries. And ju- just in early February, so just a few weeks before the war began, there were pictures of American soldiers actually at the base. So there's very strong links between Ukraine military on the West mm. at that base. So it's, it was undeniable what message Russia was trying to get across by conducting that attack. Irina Matvienshin is a journalist in Lviv and has been speaking to Times Radio. She says people are shocked that Russians are attacking an area previously considered safe. We are so close to the Polish border uh, and we feel relatively safe here, but it seems like right now uh, there's no really safe place in Ukraine. And that's uh, the main message that Putin probably wants to send to all of us, that we are all unsafe wherever we are in Ukraine. (laughs) 
Shelling has continued today on the outskirts of the capital, Kyiv, where a residential building was hit. There are fears that Russian troops are encroaching on the capital. The Times of London's Richard Spencer is there. He's told Times Radio that taking Kyiv is no easy task. The imagery of you know Russian artillery hitting the cathedrals of uh, of Kiev, um, given that you know Russia, the whole point of this op- operation is to say that you know Kiev is the is the spiritual home of Russian culture and all that. Um, that would be a very extraordinary thing for Putin to do. So, people here are, are much more confident. I think. I mean, that may be misplaced, of course, um, but at the moment, you know, there, there there is supplies. There is food in the shops. You know, electricity, water, internet phones all working. Meanwhile, the US embassy in the capital has urged American citizens to leave Ukraine immediately. It says Americans should leave via ground transport if safe, but that sheltering may be the best option for some. On Sunday, President Zelensky visited wounded soldiers at a military hospital, some of which were injured during fierce fighting in Hostomel and Irpin. <laughs> In a video released by the Ukrainian Presidential Press Service, Zelensky tells the soldiers to get well and says, we are doing this for you. Meanwhile, the first death of a foreign journalist in the war has been confirmed. American Brett Reno was shot and killed in the town of Irpin in the outskirts of Kyiv while working in the region. The 50-year-old award-winning filmmaker came under attack while filming refugees leaving the area. Fellow journalist Juan Eridondo recounted the moment it happened. We're, we crossed one the first bridge in Irping. We're going to film other refugees leaving. Mm-hmm. And we got onto a car. Somebody offered to take us to the other bridge. And we crossed a checkpoint and they start shooting at us. Um, so the driver turned around and they kept shooting. It's two of us. My friend is Brent Renault. And he's been shot and left behind. Christoph Putzel worked closely with Brent. They were in countless war zones by each other's side. He told Times Radio that Reno was a master of his craft. The entire journalism community as a whole is devastated. You know, this was, you know, we've lost like the best that we had. Like he was the best. Like I am not saying that is how I talk about him when he was alive. That's how I'm talking about him now. He was the best. Reno's death comes less than two weeks after Ukrainian journalist Yevhenny Skom, a television camera operator, was killed after a broadcast tower in Kyiv was hit by shelling. Meanwhile, the International Committee for the Red Cross has warned that time is running out for people in the besieged port city of Mariupol. No one has been able to get out or aid in. A Ukrainian official says more than 2,000 have died since the war started, and it's understood that the dead are being buried in mass graves. Medical facilities have been targeted, with reports that a mother and baby have died after being evacuated from a bombed maternity hospital. The UK's health secretary, Saji Javed, has called it a war crime and told Times Radio that Russia must be held accountable. These are appalling atrocities that are unfolding throughout Ukraine. These are despicable attacks on on innocent uh, civilians, and and Russia will be held uh, accountable for this. Moscow continues to deny targeting civilians. Meanwhile, a demonstration by residents of Kyrgyzstan on Sunday was met with the sounds of heavy gunfire. The protesters in the captured city continued to march through the streets, chanting, Go home. 
Times of London Daily World Briefing. U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan will meet with China's top diplomat in Rome later today after warning Beijing that it will absolutely face consequences if it helps Russia evade sanctions. It comes as several U.S. officials have claimed Russia asked China for military equipment at the start of the Ukraine invasion. The spokesperson for China's embassy in Washington said they weren't aware of such a request and that China's priority was an end to the conflict. Sullivan went on to warn that if Russia takes a shot on NATO territory, the bloc would respond with its full force. Uh, what President Biden has made clear from the beginning is that we will not have U.S. military forces operating in Ukraine, and there are none operating there now. Uh, but we will defend every inch of NATO territory, even as we seek to provide military assistance to the Ukrainian fighters who are bravely defending their homes and bravely defending their cities. Despite the ongoing violence, both Russia and Ukraine have said progress could still be made in peace talks. A delegate from Ukraine said that Russia had begun to talk constructively and said that there may be results in a matter of days. Meanwhile, in Jerusalem, the old city walls were illuminated on Sunday with Ukraine and Russian flags and Hebrew text that read, God makes peace in his heights. We are waiting for you. Ukraine is currently working with mediators Israel and Turkey to finalize a location and framework for peace negotiations with Russia. To China now, where the city of Shenzhen has been locked down by the government and each resident will now undergo three rounds of coronavirus testing. This comes as multiple provinces in China are seeing their worst COVID-19 outbreak, with cases tripling from Saturday to Sunday. The restrictions are to last until the 20th of March at the least. All businesses were ordered to close unless they were suppliers of food, utilities or other necessities. And no one is to leave the city unless exempt by special circumstances and providing a negative test result obtained within 24 hours prior to the exit. Shenzhen joins China's most populous city, Shanghai, and the northeastern city of Changchun in Jilan province with this lockdown as China continues to commit to their zero-tolerance approach to COVID. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. And finally, with yet another announcement from Tom Brady, here's Kane Reeves. Just six weeks after announcing his retirement, Tom Brady has confirmed he'll be returning to the NFL for his 23rd season at the age of 44. In a social media post, Brady said he has unfinished business and will rejoin the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The quarterback has won a record seven Super Bowls during his career. In his final game of the 2021 season, Brady narrowly failed to pull off a sensational comeback from 27-3 down in the playoffs as the Buccaneers lost out 30 points to 27 against eventual Super Bowl winners the LA Rams. Brady said the past two months made him realise his place is still on the field and not in the stands. The 44-year-old witnessed 37-year-old Cristiano Ronaldo score a hat-trick for Manchester United while spectating at Old Trafford over the weekend. The 2022 NFL season is due to start in September. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Monday the 14th of March. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.